back, ladies and gentlemen, to another podcast edition with my main man, Jared. He is ready and excited. We have a new setup today. Hopefully you guys can hear us on a much deeper level with all of our new equipment. So exciting. I know, right? We're becoming a real I think, show. I think, I think we will continue to see an evolution yeah. of this as well. Totally. So. I agree. Yep. I agree. Soon headsets. We go in headsets. Headsets. Yeah. Massive studio. Love it. Soundproofed. Sound, yeah. Everything. So. Guys, we've got some exciting things we want to share with you today. Uh, I'm probably going to have Jared talk about it first because um, I never have really told him this. But I really respect Jared and his morning routine. He is very dialed in on it. Um, from my understanding, you just don't miss a day. But I, I, Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's my understanding. Yeah, yeah. I oh yeah. I never miss a day. Uh, yeah. Ever. You know, just see, it's perfect. Perfectly dialed in yep. every time. I know I do. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, the, the truth of it is, I probably just need it more than you. I'm just more broken than you. That's that's probably <laughs> what it is. You're just you're you're just constantly patching up the wounds exactly. in your heart. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I got it. Healing all the issues that I have, deep seated issues. Yeah. Um. Well, no, I appreciate the compliment, uh, and I'm only. Half, half joking. Um, I, I do think there is an element where, you know, I was actually, t- I was actually telling Jared this the other day. I feel like there is so much information on social media and a lot of it, a lot of what you find on social media can be terrible advice. Um, totally. But there are some really good gold nuggets here and there that can, if you really added it to your daily routine would massively help you. And so I remember this, like, Years and years and years ago, I've had multiple mentors. We've talked about mentoring and coaching a lot here. Um, I just talked about how powerful it is to have a really empowering and good morning. I have been the type of person, and this is where I think you and I probably differ, where I think for you, whether it's DNA, whether it's how we're raised, I think for you, correct me if I'm wrong here, I feel like you wake up and you probably are, you're not feeling like stress or anxiety. You're probably just feeling pretty even keeled, yeah, you know, that's fair. Uh, and so I feel like pressure situations can either break us or they force us to improve and change. Right. And I feel like that's where I felt myself in. Cause I would wake up and I would wake up with just a, a bunch of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just stress, just stress. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I hated feeling that way. And so it was almost born out of necessity to where okay, I don't like feeling like this. I want to get some sort of control over it. And Tony Robbins talks about this a lot. Like it's a big human need um, for a lot of people uh, to have certainty, right? And so I've, you know, I've, over time, I've tried to shift those different human needs and what I need. But one of those still for me is kind of that certainty in the morning. And so I've tried to be very, very purposeful with what I do in my morning routine. And so I've kind of switched it up a few different times. I've dialed it in. Um, I remember back when I when I started in uh, in direct sales, and I just I felt like I didn't have a good morning routine, so I'd wake up, and I'd never primed myself. I never did anything to get myself into a powerful state. I felt like I would just wake up. I would I wouldn't even work out in the morning, and I would just go I would go to the the meeting and stuff, and then go right from there, <laughs> right to the field, 
And I felt like I was just dropped off. And I, I had to all of a sudden try to pump up my chest, get motivated, and I would just get ran over, right? It just, it just wasn't working, just didn't mm-hmm. serve me. And so I learned over the course of time, like, okay, I've got to do something to shift this. So over many, many, many years, it's changed slightly here and there. But um, once again, through social media, through different things, I've learned what really works for me, what's really powerful. <clears throat> so a couple things for me that have really helped my morning routine learning how malleable we are when right when we wake up right we are very very impressionable so one of the things i really focus on when right when i wake up what are the thoughts that i'm having like being very conscious of that are they empowering thoughts <laughs> are they negative thoughts i learned before when i would naturally feel anxiety i just wasn't conscious of the thoughts i was having right when i woke up and so instead now, when I wake up, I try to have an empowering thought. I try to not let my mind run away with, mm-hmm. with just whatever thought is, a, is, a, is the default. So intentional thinking. Yeah, in- yeah, intentional thinking and really getting up and just doing all I can to attack the day. Now, for me, um, I would think before, okay, that means I've got to get so much done in the first 30 minutes, um, kind of having that anxious, that anxious energy. Uh, and really, anxiety, all anxiety is, is energy. That's all it really is. And that really helped. My wife actually helped me understand that, that anxiety you feel, it's not a bad feeling. Yeah. That's a great way to frame it. Yeah. You know, instead of like, I'm broken because I experienced this. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. I I think in some ways, like you've probably been able to find that it can be a useful tool, Mm -hmm. right? If, you know, if you're steering that energy in the right direction. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And before I was conscious of it, that's one of the reasons why I loved working out is because I would feel this anxiety energy uh-huh. and then I would go and work out and I'd feel like pump my chest and I'd feel so powerful and so good. And I just wasn't conscious or aware. Like, why did I love working out so much? It was because I was taking that energy and I was able to powerfully channel it to something. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would have just these incredible workouts. And so now I've been more conscious and aware of how my, my body works and my mind works and being able to build a system that really helps and serves me. And so a couple other things I do, once again, really gaining control of that thought process right right in the morning, right? <clears throat> and then not putting too much pressure on me. I've got to go get so much done in the first hour. Um, for me, I've gotten really, really, really into uh, doing uh, Tony Robbins priming technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> before I learned priming, I would do meditating. Uh, and that really helped to just calm everything for me. Learning once again, I would do research, learning how um, it, it increases positive good brain matter, right? So so you have replaced meditation with priming. Yes. And, and have you seen a better impact? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. that's cool to hear. Yeah. So like before, when I first started doing medit- meditating, I just thought, okay, well, I just have to not think a thought. I just can't think thoughts, right? Stop thinking. Stop thinking. And it would, once again, because for me, when I have that control, it would then bother me to get frustrated because I would be thinking thoughts, you know, during meditating. But it, for me, it was a really good, it was a good first stepping stone for me. Yeah. Being able to meditate. And I still love, I think meditating is a really powerful tool. As I've learned more and more, it doesn't re- mean you have to just stop thinking. Yeah. It's just not possible. Yeah. You're going to have thoughts. You're going to continue to think. And so um, eventually I found this, uh, you know, online, Tony Robbins priming technique. 
and it massively just shifted everything. Yeah, what's awesome me. is it's just free, right? They're on YouTube. Yeah. Like it's basically him mm-hmm. taking you through uh, the priming. And just so people know, it's you're using your body and your breath to basically align your heartbeat mm-hmm. and like your brain waves. Like it, so it's like in sync. Yeah. Right. And just totally centers you um, as you start to go through some different visualization techniques. Right. Totally. totally. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of biochemistry behind doing really deep breathing and releasing it in the yeah. morning and obviously moving your body, right? Yeah. There's a lot of biochemistry to that. But uh, in priming, once again, doing the deep breathing and then right from there, we've always heard for years and years, a really powerful thought to have in the morning is gratitude. Yeah. Thinking about what you're grateful for. And so that's the part of priming is the deep breathing. You start out deep breathing. Then from there, you think of three gifts you can give yourself, right? Three powerful moments in your life. And, it's just for one minute each. You don't have to do it for an hour, two hours. You do it, this literally takes you 10 to 15 minutes. And so you think of one gift, one moment in your life that you can feel deeply, deeply grateful for. And the whole point about this is, instead of just thinking, try to think nothing, instead, fill your mind and your body with the best, most positive, good energy. Yeah. And fill it with gratitude. Because the truth of it is, you will think thoughts and you'll feel feelings regardless. Yeah. But are you going to be intentional with it? Yeah. Yeah. Or are you just going to kind of let the, the scripts that you've been running forever just run? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like I, I like the analogy of what of some psychologists will say, fill the headspace. Yeah. Right. Fill it. Right. So there's no room for some of the stuff you don't want to be focused on. And it doesn't mean that it's all bad. Yeah. It's just not useful. Totally. Right. It's just like, oh, I got to go make sure I go to the DMV today. Yeah. Right. Like that's just not useful for what you're trying to accomplish. Totally. You know, in, in that moment. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the, the other thing, too, is I love I love that gratitude's involved with that. And I've, I've shared this quote, but it's, you know, another Tony Robbins quote, which he, he says, when you're grateful, ain't nothing wrong in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So being able to start your day with that, giving yourself some perspective, like I, I just don't see how that doesn't help things like anxiety mm-hmm. melt away. 100%. Right? You're yeah. like, Dude, I've got so much good. What am I so stressed about? What I got right now is great. Yeah. And I'm still going to go chase more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And you're, you used a word that is spot on perspective. That's exactly what it gives for me. And I remember like candidly, when I first started doing this, it released a ton of emotion for me. Mm. Uh, and I think it's just because, you know, people people want to feel good in their life, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I think course. sometimes they have so much stuff and people never really go deep. They just stay at the surface level. They don't actually do the thought work, the brain work. They don't actually do the effort and the work to really dig down there and think, just take time to think, what am I deeply grateful for? Yeah. What are moments in my life that I am deeply grateful for. And one of the things that's been fascinating for me, and I'll talk rest about priming here in a second, one of the big benefits that's, that's happened for me is the more I've been purposeful with trying to get into gratitude or feeling gratitude, I can get into that emotion and feeling so much quicker now. Yeah, uh, interesting. Whereas, whereas before- That's really interesting. Yeah, where before it was really hard for me to feel grateful. Now- because I'm like kind of, I'm changing those neural pathways. It's yeah. easier to go back to that and more that I practice it. Now it's really easy for me to get into that emotional state of gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're just, you're not trying to, um, you know, feel gratitude or express gratitude. You're, you're like becoming yeah. grateful. Totally. Right. Um, which, which becomes more automatic. That's, mm. that's super profound. Yeah. 
And one of the things I love about it, the way that Tony phrases it, is he calls it, think of a gift. And I love that because I think a lot of times, especially in the personal development world, it's like, look at all that I've built. Yeah. Look at all that I've done. Yeah. Me, 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 me. The way that he frames it, and sure, do we put an effort in and work? Sure, we have to do that. But the way that he frames it, it's almost like grace, right? Yeah. A gift, something that has happened in your life. Maybe you can't fully explain it, but it has been such a gift to you, and you can recall it and just feel those massive feelings of gratitude. Yeah. Right? I, I love how he frames it. Yeah. So you good. know, it's funny. He, he, he'll talk. I feel like we're, we're giving a, <laughs> a lot of shout-outs here to Tony Robbins, but um, I heard him one time talk about, you know, when he was in – I think it was either junior high or, or maybe like ninth grade, like early yeah. on in his his later, you know, high school ex- or his later junior high or early high school experience. But he, he talked about a, a professor, a teacher or whatever, who saw his just larger than life personality, mm. right? Yeah. And his ability to communicate and whatnot. And he pulled him aside after class one day. He said, you've got a gift, man. He's like, your ability to communicate and, and enroll people in the way you, you, you can, like, it's unbelievable. And uh, Tony would, you know, if you hear him talk about it, I'm not doing it justice, but he then emotionally says like, Hey, this was a gift. Mm -hmm. This was, this was some grace. Like, like he saw something in me I didn't think I had. And he ended up, you know, starting to get in competitions with giving speeches and things like that. And he, he, you know, he, uh, he said he basically wiped the floor with, with, yeah. with everybody. And he's like, it wasn't me. He's like, this guy saw something to me. It was a gift. Yeah. It was, it was grace. Like, I think, uh, far, far too often though, I think we try to take credit, all the credit for things that happen in our lives. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's going back to that adage that life is happening for us way more than to us. Right. And by for us, meaning there are things that are, you know, whether you call it God or the universe or good karma or whatever mm. that is typically there to benefit you. And more often than not, things are going well for you for a reason. So I think taking a step back and realizing that there's more to this than just me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that's a, a useful, a useful pursuit. That's honest. I love that you brought that up too. Cause that's one of my favorite phrases and he, he says it all the time, Yeah, but it does just, once again, it does shift your perspective if you can see life happening for you and not yeah. to you, yeah. right? It, it takes you from that empowering state of looking at everything as a gift, everything is a blessing, everything yeah. as being additive to life, yeah. as opposed to happening to you to where, yeah. why did this happen to me? This isn't fair. Kind of that victim mentality. Totally, right? yeah. Totally. So, yeah. And, and, and not just that, but sometimes you fall into the trap of like, look what I did. I'm so great. I did all of this. Yeah. Right. And, you know, you, you geek out enough on, on, you know, attributes of level five leaders. And that is not what the description totally. of a level five leader is. They, they typically are looking outside of themselves mm-hmm. to give all of the praise and all the credit. But when it comes time to, uh, you know, get slapped on the wrist or to, you know, if things don't go the way that you want them, they take all the responsibility for that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's a, that's a beautiful way to live, right? Yeah. If, if we can always look for ways to give other people the credit, 
Um, I know I've seen that in my own life. I've been on both sides of this, right? One where I wanted to hoard all of the glory, right? Mm, yeah. And other times where I'm like, man, this is, this is really fun to try to give the credit to this person or that person, right? And, and maybe even sometimes they don't deserve all of it. But it's you're now on the on the side of giving the gift, yeah. right? Which I think is cool. So yeah. I love that. It, it actually is a good segue in kind of the next next part of priming. Uh, next is kind of a blessing or a prayer, as as Tony calls it. Yeah. But really, the whole purpose of it is once again intentionally bringing really positive and good feelings and just good energy. Yeah. Right? And being able to f- being able to feel it. He talks through it too, like healing your mind, healing your body, healing your emotions. Um, so really just, you, you generate such positive, good feelings yeah. of just healing. Right. Yeah. And it's really, really releasing. Yeah. Um, you do that. And then what's really cool, what I like about it, which segues in what you were just talking about, not only for yourself, right. It's not just me, 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 but then he has you imagine other people, other loved ones in your life and that you're sending really good, positive feelings towards them as well. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's really good. He, ta- he talks about doing it for family members talking about uh, you know, seeing them healed, seeing them feeling re- really happy. Mm-hmm. So seeing them feeling uh, really loved. Yeah. He talks about doing with, with for coworkers as well, even strangers. He says, you know, s- send, send, that, send that good love, whatever the energy towards strangers, seeing them being lit up yeah. by your positive and good energy. And I think that once again is such a, I think it's, you know, sometimes for guys, especially too, it's like, oh, we're tough. We're macho. We yeah. don't, we don't yeah, need this. Yeah. You know, we don't need this stuff like energy. What is that? You know? Um, but I, I do think the principle is true. Like, I think if we can think of serving others, helping others, right, it gets us into this space, into this perspective to where instead of always thinking of ourselves, we're then purposely thinking of of others and how we can be a blessing, how we can help them. Yeah. Yeah. And and by it being part of your daily routine, you're not missing a day when, when you can feel that. And I think that's where the compounding effect uh, can really impact you. And then, then clearly others that you're concerned about as well. You know, obviously as you listen, Jared, um, you know, you could use strategies of prayer in the same, you know, if you, if you subscribe to, uh, you know, having some higher power, whatever that might be for you, um, you can basically invoke that higher power, you know, to, to bless, the people that you're talking about, right? If that's something that works well for you. So, yeah. um, anyway, yeah, I think a lot of different ways that you can take the principles here and apply them based upon your own belief system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And once again, like, and I think he does a good job of that, right? Where no matter what it is you believe, like really at the heart of it, like, do you think it's good to feel love? Yeah. I I don't know anybody that would (laughs) say no to that, right? (laughs) <laughs> that wants to feel anger or hate yeah. or wants to feel resentment, you yeah. know? So it's just about cleansing, cleansing your mind, your heart, your body of kind of that negative and purposely filling it with something that's really good and powerful. Yeah. Right. Uh, so then after that, kind of this last phase of priming, which I think is really, really great. He has you, he has you envision three things that haven't happened yet. Right. But this goes, this goes to uh, whether you call them incantations, whatever it might be, but once again, take a minute to a minute and a half with each event. And he says it could be four, it could be four weeks from now, it could be a month, it could be a year from now. But he, ha- he says, imagine something that you would really give you a lot of energy, a lot of happiness, excitement. Imagine as though it's already 
been completed and done. How does that feel? Be specific once again. So it's not just it's not just having a thought. Mm-hmm. What he's trying to get you to do is is to feel it. Yeah, feel it with your entire body. Feel it with energy. And if yeah. you, Ryan's been a good example of this. He's had us do power moves, and you know I went to UPW the first time. Ryan's been four times, but you'll notice this as you go to different uh, these different events. As you use your body and align that with different thoughts and feelings yeah. and energy, and so this is what he wants you to do is think of a moment that would get you really excited experience it as though it is done as though it is completed you're not hoping you're not wondering you're not asking for it to be done but it is done and you're in the moment and you're feeling that joy you're feeling that excitement so maybe it's you know maybe it's for 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 someone out there maybe it's being able to sell a hundred accounts right maybe you've installed your hundredth account maybe you've launched your first office Mm -hmm. maybe you had a really good payday or maybe you bought your first house or you had your first child, whatever it might be. There's a lot of different things. He wants to experience those things as done. Just fill, once again, whole purpose is just to fill your body, your mind with that positive, really good energy. Yeah, I think think that piece is really critical because experiencing the emotions now becomes a huge lever that becomes really compelling for you to go and chase it. You're like, wow, this does feel freaking awesome. Like, Mm. I'm really glad about this. This is exactly what I wanted. Um, and so I think not only that, when you experience those types of emotions, though, it's almost like it becomes like like pulling on you. It's like it's uh, it's almost like this magnet that, you know, as, as, as people have seen in their own lives, if they can start to experience those emotions now, it like pulls them to that destination. Mm-hmm. It just it gives you more oomph to go and chase down whatever it is, yeah. you know, so I like I. I love that. That's great. Yeah, I love it. And and that's a that's a really good thing you said, like pull, right? Like for us to be able to get towards our destination, yeah. towards what we want, like we can't force it and just push it, right? Like yeah. will like willpower only goes so far. Yep. Right. Yeah. But being able to have, be very intentional, and being able to really like will it into existence, it almost like pulls to us. Yep. Like that is how great things are accomplished yeah. and done. But I, I think uh, the intentionality around a daily routine like this, because mm-hmm. the first time you go through that visualization and maybe it's, it's a pretty big audacious goal. Yeah. You know, you have that part of your brain that goes, you're not going to do that. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. How do you expect to do that? Right. We have this reticular activating system rack or whatever they call it um, in our in our brains that basically protect us from danger. And so if something's new, different, uncomfortable, mm-hmm. our brains naturally protect us from that. And so sometimes we have to eventually convince ourselves that that thought does belong there, (laughs) right? That this is something that we are going to chase and hunt down. And the thought becomes the genesis, clearly, um, to then get into the subconscious mind and then reflects itself in out, you know, outer form. Um, So I I think that also is is really important. The repetition, I think, is key. You know, like they say, repetition is the mother's skill. I think it's key to just keep hitting that because sometimes things are big and scary and you don't know how you're going to do it. But eventually, it, it it finds a happy home in your mind, which is a good thing, yeah, right? Yeah, ab- absolutely, 100%. And, and so, like, when it comes to morning routine, uh, and at the end of the of the priming technique, you know, he has you say, yes, 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 yeah. right? That's a that big... Word of ins- that word of certainty. Word, exactly. And he has you imagine different parts in your life, and he has you try to, once again, you know how we always talk about stacking whys, right? Having a whole bag of whys. Yeah. We just talked about this yesterday in the, in the personal development call. But he has you, he wants you to stack... 
and have just this massive bag at the very end of priming um, of wins, of successes, yeah. of things that are going to happen in your life that you can look forward to. Yeah. And then imagine, bring it into your heart, say yes. And then yeah. he has you, you know, yes, yes, yes. And that's just really, once again, what he's doing is that he's helping to anchor that feeling, yeah. right? Really powerful emotions and anchoring that into your heart, I think is really, really powerful. Uh, you know, and this is, once again, this is an element of, that's worked really, really well for me for a morning routine. There's other things I do. Like uh, for me, like, I'll lay my clothes out the night before, Gym clothes, wow. yeah. Just like you're in third grade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except my mom doesn't do it. Yeah, my wife doesn't do it. My mom doesn't do it. I, I do. I do it. So, but like for me, it just helps me because once again, um, and what this is just for me, like it just helped me because I've learned, I learned for myself. I don't like feeling this pain yeah. of having that anxiety. So as much as I can kind of have pre-planned the night before, really helps me. So lay my clothes out. I wake up I'll, for me, I'll drink like 20 to 25 ounces of water. Huh. That just helps me to feel like uh, I'm, I get going and stuff. Uh, do the priming technique. I, you know, obviously I'll get, get dressed in there and stuff. Uh, I get my gym clothes. Mm-hmm. I'll get all my stuff ready for the day. Uh, I might do a couple other things. Typically I'll look over my schedule, my calendar, just make sure I'm dialed in for the day. Yep. If there's anything else. Um, I, I don't do this part every morning, but I do it pretty often is I'll also journal. That's also, help, that's also helped Love me a lot. journaling. Yeah, it's um, awesome. Just, just to, once again, for me, I don't really have like a, I do this 10-step process for journaling. For me, just getting my thoughts out. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, once again, I think for guys too, it's like, oh, we don't have feelings. We don't have thoughts. Like that is, could not be further from the truth, yeah. <laughs> right? And so for me, it's just more so about what we call a thought download. Yeah. You know? you know, if you feel like you have a computer, right? And if you just cram it full of files, eventually it's going to slow down, yep. right? And it's going to break down. Yeah. But instead, if you're able to kind of offload some of those files off the computer, helps it to run faster. So I, I kind of compare that as well for us. If we're, instead of having all these thoughts, all all these things overwhelming our system, instead, just write it down. Yeah. Just dump it out. Just have that thought download, get it off, uh, yeah. you know, out of your system, and it helps you to run more optimal. Yeah. Right? For sure. So. Also a good strategy to do night before you go to bed, you know, if you've yeah. got notebook or calendar or journal or whatever but oftentimes we go to bed we're like oh i can't forget to do this mm-hmm. i gotta do that and then you just have a terrible night of sleep all the while experience the anxiety of the of the next day making sure you don't forget something totally. so yeah. i can definitely see how that's yeah super useful too one of the other things too um you know with the morning routine the big thing here like biggest big piece of advice i could give you if anybody's like me to where like it's got to be perfect I've got to know I'm going to do this for two minutes, then this for three minutes, then this for five minutes. Probably not as not as people are neurotic as that (laughs) (laughs) or crazy. But uh, I when I first started this, I kind of felt that. Right. And so for me, I'm a lot more relaxed and I just really in really what I'm feeling at the moment. Priming is something I do pretty much every morning. Yeah. One of the other things I felt has really helped me. um, And this has been I talked about earlier, uh, some of those things that you find like on social media. A lot of it's bad, but there's some really good. I think one of those things has been cold therapy. You yeah. Know? Um, so some people do like cold plunges, cold baths. For me, I do cold showers. Yeah. And that's really, really helped me. How long are you in the cold shower? Um, so I do it for three to three and a half minutes. Okay. Yeah, three to three and a half minutes. And then do you go hot or do you so, no. just full only cold? Yeah, so it depends. So okay. like I will start out. There's some times where I will start out hot. Um, and then for the last three, three and a half minutes, oh, I'll it. be as cold as it can go. Yeah. Um, sometimes 
right after I work out, I will just do the cold. Got it. I won't do the hot. That's useful too. It cools your body down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and one of the, you know, uh, Andrew Huberman talks about this a lot. Like he's freaking master at this, but talks about one of the benefits of it too, of the cold therapy is you want to make sure you do the cold. You want to do the cold last if you do hot because the whole, a big purpose of having cold is so that your body awakens again and it has Got to it. warm up, right? So it helps a lot with thermogenesis, helps you to warm up up your body. And I've just found it really, really helps me. Helps me with recovery too. One of the best benefits, this kind of goes along the whole lines of anxiety or stressful situations. One of the things I heard about the benefits of cold therapy, and I'm like, wow, okay, if that happens, then I'm in. It talks about how it's different. If If you're put in a stressful situation outside of your control, that's one thing. But one of the benefits I learned is with cold therapy and taking a cold shower is that if you purposely put yourself in a stressful situation, your body learns to have then more control over every stressful situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that for me, I'm like, Wow. Yeah. Okay. I've heard the same thing about workouts. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of times I'm, I'm not, you know, if, if you're moving and you're working out great, but yeah. I, I do think that there's always another level. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's one of the things everyone knows that I'm a, a CrossFit junkie. Uh, but that's one of the reasons I love it is more often than not, you're laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. At the end of the workout, like laying on the ground, trying to get your life back, you know, and, but why, why this really spoke to me is I was, I can't remember if I read something or, or saw a video on something or whatnot, but just the, you're exactly what you're saying. The more you can put yourself in stressful situations Mm -hmm. and, and when life shows up and maybe the stakes are really high, you are better equipped. You're better prepared. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my favorite quotes oftentimes they'll say is fit people are harder to kill. (laughs) Yeah, you know both mentally and physically right um but yeah it's uh, it's super profound yeah and and i remember when i first started this probably probably like most people it was really tough for me yeah like i like shaking yeah you're you're, you're shaking can't control your breath Yeah, yeah yeah you're shaking you're shivering and there's even some biomechanics like the benefits of shivering and shaking as well right with, with fat loss, other things like that, that really, that really, so, they, and so that's a good thing. Cause mm-hmm. I always thought it was like, you you need to try to control your breath. Yeah. Right? So, so like, so it can be a good thing. Obviously too much is bad. Yeah. Right. You don't want to go into hypothermia yeah. or, or go into shock, you know, <laughs> yeah. but that's why, you know, you do it for two, three, four minutes, um, can be a re- real benefit. Right. And so I remember when I first started this, it was just one of the things, once again, our natural human brains, we're expecting and we're kind of going into that difficult or hard moment. You have that fear start to rise up. And so doing it like now after I've done it so many times now, it's almost like I can breathe through it. And that's a big, big thing you're supposed to do through it. Just imagine you just take deep, deep breaths because your body's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Your body's going to be fine uh, with, with this cold exposure. What happens though, is that as soon as the cold hits you, you want to contract Right. And you don't want to breathe anymore. Yeah. So the big important thing for me, as soon as I'll, as soon as I'll get into that, that really, really ice cold, just take that deep breath in and then just out. And you yeah. really want to control your breathing and you just keep telling yourself, remind yourself, everything's fine. I'm breathing, right? Yeah. Breathe in, breathe out. And once again, you train your mind, especially in stressful situations that you are in control. Yeah. Everything's okay. It's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. So, so uh, 
you know, you've talked a lot about cold showers, the priming, um, you know, you alluded to the fact that, you know, you're putting on your workout clothes. I'm assuming you don't just do that for the fun of it, but then you go and actually, actually yes. do a workout. What's, right? it, what's funny is like, like working out such a natural part of my yeah, life. Yeah, I like, like just, brushing your teeth. Yeah. Like I just, just like, do it every day. Oh, of course I work out. Like yeah, I just naturally duh. skip over that too. Yeah. No, it's, it, that's an interesting topic to, to discuss. I, I, in my own life, if you're starting from ground, you know, ground zero and you're like, I have no routine. I do nothing besides roll out of bed and then go to work, put on my clothes, go to work. That's it. Right. Um, for me, the working out thing has had a profound impact on my own life, you know, and, um, I should show some pictures. Maybe we can show some of these on the podcast, but during my twenties, I didn't do a lot of moving. Um, did a lot of eating, not a lot of moving, and I think at my peak, I was uh, 247, I think. I've got some fun pictures to show. It fun. was not a healthy 247, by the way. It wasn't like I was jacked by any means. Um, and so as I started approaching my 30s, I said, man, something's got to give. Like, this isn't sustainable. I don't like how I look. This isn't great. So I got on the P90X train, Tony Horton. Okay. That guy is so cheesy, but I loved him during, during those years. And I got really into that. It was kind of my gateway because I'd always owned a gym membership, but it was basically a charitable contribution to gold's gym. Cause I never saw the inside of that place. Right. So I, I go, okay, if, if I can't do it in my own house, literally walk one foot away and start doing something, <laughs> I, I'm the epitome of lazy. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can do that. And I, and I got into it and it was, uh, it was, it was kind of fun and Mm. I, and I liked it, but nothing really shifted for me, um, significantly until I also started to incorporate a little bit of diet with that as well. But, you know, I went about this strictly for aesthetic purposes, Mm. right? I wanted to physically just look better, but the gift that came out of that was so much more than that. Mm. Like, like and, and you've seen this, I know, but the, yeah. the psychological and the emotional impact that that had on me, like I became a, addicted to it, like to such a degree that I would sometimes have a flight at, you know, departing at 6 a.m. And I would get up and do a workout, you know, 3.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. do a workout before I got ready and then went to the airport, just because I knew that if I needed to go fly someplace and immediately show up and be my best self in some type of meeting or whatnot, that I had to have that workout in my system because of the psychological benefit, right? So, so for me, when we're talking morning routine, um, I'm trying to get into the gym as quickly as I possibly can. Like, that's it. It's like, you know, a lot of times they say, uh, you know, if you're, if you're on the doors, like as soon as you, as soon as you find yourself in your territory, you slam it in park and you slam open that door. Cause mm-hmm. that's the hardest door and just take action. Don't think about it. Don't think about what's going to happen. Just take action, open that door. And then you do it again right before you hit your first door of one of your potential customers. Don't think about anything. Just go there and hit it. And I know, I know for me, like that motion, creating emotion, that's, that's, you know, what starts my morning routine. I almost kind of do things a little opposite of what mm. you do. And I am definitely not 
as good at it as you are. I love doing the personal development call because typically it reminds me of all the stuff I'm supposed to be doing, right? <laughs> uh, trust me, I'm not like this walking, living, breathing epitome of self-mastery, not even close. So I love always hearing you talk about it because I feel like you're so religious with it. But for me, it's getting that workout and it's getting that movement. I then show up to all the other stuff with a completely different version. 100%. You know, I'm yeah. pumped. I'm motivated. I'm in a really good headspace. My, my, my gym routine is very intentional. I have to walk away with a win. Mm. I have to say, hey, I had a PR, or I was better at this, or I got better at this movement, but I need to be able to chalk up that win because a lot of times, man, we deal with, with some of our days and not all, of them, not all of them are super fun, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're dealing with some, some BS. And sometimes the entire day is that. But I can't tell you how often I will look back on my morning routine, my gym workout, or whatever it is, and go, you know what? It's okay. Because this was a big win. Like, I already had a big win. Um, and I think it's crazy that I didn't operate like this before. Um, because now I look at, if I were in the same spot as other people sometimes that don't have that routine and i'm like that's that's tough like that's that's tough to do the rolling out of bed immediately oh. go in the office and especially for you salespeople, having to go and perform on the doors or in a home like like you're looking for your first victory to be hopefully that person who says yes yeah. and that is just such a dangerous game to play so i've always loved to try to chalk up as many successes you hear you start your day with a success chalk up as many successes as you can yeah. have have this morning ritual with this priming technique or with the cold plunger or cold showers and working out and reading good stuff and journaling like there's a laundry list of things that you can do and and i love your quest because i feel like you found kind of your own algorithm yeah. of what impacts you the best, yeah. right? And yeah. it's been kind of an evolution, which I think is great. You know, living perfectly into Kanai, right? The constant, never-ending improvement and applying that specifically to your morning routine. Well, and, and once again, everything, it doesn't have to look exactly how I do it yeah. or somebody else. Yeah. And I think even looking at, because I, I get that same rush from working out too, yeah, like you yeah, described. Yeah. And that that is priming as well, yeah. right? Like you are having a really powerful win to yep. start your day, you're priming, you're prepping your body to go to war, yep. right? Yeah, And it's it's fascinating talking to some of our salespeople to where sometimes they will. If you wake up and you just roll out to work, like, oh, you, I, I can't imagine doing that now. Yeah, Like, there's no way. Yep. Even on the days where I, I'm not feeling it, right? I've always said life is 50-50. You're going to wake up half your life feeling good. Yeah. Is naturally feeling great. The other half, you're going to wake up maybe feeling crummy, Yeah, right? What, de what matters, though, is how you decide and choose to show up, yes. regardless of how you feel. Yeah. And even on those days when I don't feel so jacked and pumped to go to the gym, it's crazy. I'll, I'll be like, like, all right, go work out. I'll pick up the weights, and maybe it'll be my, my second set, and all of a sudden I just feel like this. Oh, you know? yeah. Like you just there it feel. Is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Like, okay, now I remember yeah. why I do this. Yeah, well, uh, dude, so I powerful. have to remind myself of how pissed off I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. if I don't. Yeah. You know, you finish your day and you're like, damn it, I should have done that. Yeah. I should have worked out. Yeah. Like, what am I thinking? Why would I ever do that to myself? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, I even used to subscribe a lot more to having like, rest days, right? I, I take maybe a rest day on, on a Thursday mm -hmm. morning right. or take a rest day on a Sunday morning. Um, and, and I, I don't necessarily do that anymore. I'm not going as crazy, 
right? But I have to move. Mm-hmm. I have to get that motion, creating that emotion, right? And if you you geek out enough on these magnificent magnificent machines called our bodies is when we move them in extreme ways, this goes back to the power moves, right? When we move them in extreme ways, it releases testosterone, yeah. which, you know, and, and other endorphins, which is what gives us that psychological lift. It gives us actually confidence. But what's beautiful is it also lowers cortisol, which is the stressor drug that we naturally make inside of our bodies. Mm-hmm. So the working out really, really does something biochemically to us other than, oh, I just feel better because it's something I should be doing, right? Wow. There's something physically that's happening inside you. So, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I try to not ever miss a day because I know how pissed off I am. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I hate the gym. It is the worst. These guys are crazy. They're wired different. I'm trust me. This has been all a completely learned muscle for me. Mm-hmm. It happened in my 30s. It didn't even happen when I played sports in high school. Mm-hmm. We took pride. We were from small town. We took pride in being farm strong and never <laughs> having to go to a gym. We're like, we'll still beat them. We'll still be better than them. Such a pompous, stupid thought, right? So this has all been a learned muscle. And, and my biggest advice is, once again, as Jared has alluded to, you find your cadence, you find your routine, and that also goes with your gym routine. If you hate what you're doing, then stop doing it. Go find something that you love. Like for me, CrossFit was it. Jared does typical, like more standardized, like bodybuilding routines and whatnot. Other people love Orange Theory. Some people like to swim. Some people like to go on hikes. Like whatever it is, just find a way to move at a significant level and to measure that. Mm -hmm. I think that there's key is measure it so that you can feel those feelings and those emotions of having wins. Right. And there's a big difference psychologically in going in and doing something versus going in and completing something. Mm -hmm. Right. Anyone can can cross the finish line. But did you do it on your terms? Yeah. The way that you intended to. And I think that's a big difference in distinction. Yeah. hundred percent. And CrossFit's like perfect for that. I don't know if there's any other normal gym routine to where you're tracking things as closely as yeah. you are, right? Yep. Yep. Even everything down to, to form. I remember when I did CrossFit with you a few times, even doing uh, you know, muscle-ups or like the kipping, right? It takes it takes a level of discipline that you have to be able to do. It takes yep. sometimes years, right, to, yeah. be able to, to be able to For master. Sure. So once again, it is a great opportunity to be able to learn and to be able to have additional wins outside of just work yep. or maybe a relationship. And so yeah. it's such an opportunity. I think it's a good opportunity too whether you're in sales, no matter no matter what it is, even if you want to show up more powerfully in your marriage, yeah, you want to show up more powerfully in your relationship, totally. right? You whatever it is you want to devote and you want to be your full self to, you have to put time and energy yes. into it, right? Even like playing with kids, yeah, <laughs> playing with my totally. kids, like I if I'm just like oh whatever, yeah, that's that's fun. I notice such a bigger difference when I have that energy when I'm present when I'm powerful, and even just playing with my kids, it's like it makes such a massive impact, you know? Yeah. And I imagine for those out there who are listening to this and you're showing up to your job or you're showing up to the door, you're showing up to the customer's house and you're having just kind of that laid back uh, energy, right? You're not actually showing up. You're actually not showing up. Even though if you're physically on the doors or you're physically at work, are you actually present? Yeah. Are you actually there? And that's what I love about the morning routine, yeah. right? Even if it's just working out for you. Yeah. I agree with you whole, wholeheartedly. Being able to get those endorphins, being able to feel alive, 
feeling that energy moving, right? That is such a powerful thing. If you have nothing else, being able to feel that, it will set you up for the rest of your day. Yes. And you will yep. show up more powerfully for the rest of your day, no yeah. matter what it is. Yeah, I, I think those wins start to compound. Mm -hmm. And and the opposite, uh, you know, I can talk about this very intimately, occurs for me, even in this in this stage that of life that I'm in where I feel like, okay, I've, I've, I've got something starting to work pretty well for me, right? Yeah. If I don't do the morning routine stuff, I can go a whole day and just piss away a whole day. Like if it's, if it's like a Sunday, you know, and there's really not a whole lot going on, I don't work out. It just ends up leading to one bad decision after another. I end up being really lazy. I don't really read anything. I just kind of sit around. I watch TV. I, I eat poorly. Like, it's crazy. It's almost like a Jekyll and Hyde. That's the difference between you logging some of those early victories, those early successes, early yeah. wins, just becomes what you do throughout the day. It just almost you condition yourself for how the rest of the day is going, is going to go for better or worse. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, I've, I see the significant extremes in, in my own life. So if you're like, gosh, man, that, that describes me, I'm telling you right now, like you just have to find, uh, find a way to find a routine that works for you. And no one, no one is too busy. Um, you know, that that's just a BS excuse. Uh, it just has to be scheduled, right? When you plan it, it's possible. When you schedule it, it's real. 100%. So you find a way to put that in your day and and make it religious. Just you you live that calendar. You live that schedule. Yep. Awesome. We hope you guys found some value in talking about morning routines, what has really worked for Ryan and I. Uh, let us know. Let us know what you want to hear as well. Let us know what topic or what would be interesting or compelling some Q and A's. If you want some, you have some questions. Yeah. You, you can just comment right there on some of the platforms yeah. that we're, we're displaying this on. So. Yeah. If you, if you want to comment on some of those platforms, uh, send in a question more than happy to answer it. Make sure to follow all of our pages as well. We want to continue to give value, give of ourselves. Uh, thank you for watching the expanding life podcast. We're out.